Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of Project Management Insights. Today I want to talk to you about the five ways a Gantt chart can help you. I've been one of those people who didn't believe in Gantt charts initially and I've tried managing a project using Microsoft Excel and believe me, it didn't work. It made my life harder rather than easier. Now there's different types of Gantt chart software. I've used Microsoft Project before and I've also used other online tools. As, you, as you'll know recently, I've spoken about Gantt Pro, which is one of the cloud-based options for setting up your Gantt chart. Today I'm talking about Gantt charts in general and not about specific things, although the one thing that I like about a cloud-based system is that no matter where your team is, located around the world, wherever they're working from, with a cloud-based product, it makes it easier for the team members to be able to update their progress on your Gantt chart as you're working through it. So keep that in mind in terms of the type of product that you might choose to um, buy or purchase in order to use your Gantt chart or set up your Gantt charts for your project. So let's go back to these five ways a Gantt chart can help you. So with a Gantt chart, you have the ability to see your, how your project is tracking at a glance. This is what I really like about Gantt charts. It's not easy when you're using Excel as an example to show the true status of whether a particular task for your project is on time or behind, and if so, how much. Gantt charts and the way that they're set up allow you to very clearly see the tasks that are off track off schedule, off delivery timeframes. And so it makes it a lot easier at a glance as long as the administration is done and people are updating the status of their tasks. And I mean, honestly updating the status of their tasks as they're working through them, then it does make it easier for you as the project manager to clearly understand if there are areas of your project that need more focus to bring them back on track, if everything is green and going perfectly because everything's being delivered on time, it is a very visual thing that has you see whether your project is delivering on time or not. Now, the second way that a Gantt chart can help you is that resources can report on their own project. And I've touched on this a little a few minutes ago. But basically, with the Gantt chart tools, what you do is add resources to your Gantt chart. And a lot of the time, that means that those resources gain access to the Gantt chart and, to the, and have the ability to update their progress uh, as to how they're tracking. This can then make a difference because it means that as long as you are following up with the team, they're able to help update status rather than it having to be you having that responsibility all the time. And again, this is about honesty and ensuring that things are updated because that makes life a lot easier in the long term and allows you to be able to 
work on those areas where things are falling behind or someone's having difficulty find, to, to find out what's really going on. So the third reason is that status reporting is easier to produce. Have you ever tried producing a report out of Excel when, yes, like in Excel, you're going to have to create your own reporting. It's not possible to just hit a button and produce a report out of, out of Excel that's going to show you exactly the status of the key deliverables related to your project, whereas with your project management um, software, the, the Gantt chart software, it is possible to be able to take snapshots of timelines, key dates, deliverables, all of those things and be able to show how the critical path is tracking. And I mean, some of the software has more of this functionality than others, something to look at if it's, if it's going to be a lot easier and simpler for you to be able to take it straight out of the software. And I'm aware that software does have that capability. So go looking, go looking, go look for that when you are deciding which Gantt chart software you might choose to use. Now, the next reason is that milestones and key deliverables are flagged. You can't flag these things easily in Excel if you're using it. Whereas in a Gantt chart tool, a charting, a project management charting tool, you do have that ability to set those milestones, to flag them as key milestones for your project and therefore to be able to track and monitor against those when you are setting up your schedule. And so once again, it just makes this whole process of tracking and reporting a lot easier. Now, I know that I've said don't focus on these things. It doesn't mean that they don't need to be set up. It doesn't mean that your project control board isn't expecting you to provide a report that's showing how what the true status of your project is, how on track it is or how off track it's getting. And they will want to see these things. Uh, in one of my previous podcast episodes, I talked to you about uh, exception reporting. That's the reporting that I like to do. It's the reporting that, that shows my project control board that they can be um, trusted, that I can be trusted, that I can be trusted to provide them with only the elements that are showing up as going off track. That's an exception. Anything that's on track doesn't need to be reported against because they are aware that specific timeframes and timelines and tasks have been set. My project schedule's been set up in the Gantt chart. It's there, it's trackable, it's being tracked. And uh, if, I'm, if I'm on top of all of that and managing the way that I should be managing as a project manager, then the only reason I need to raise a red flag for my project control board is if something is off track. This is much easier to see and to become aware of if you are using a Gantt chart or a charting tool. Now, the last key thing um, or the way that a Gantt chart can help you is that the critical path is easily visible. Your critical path steps out from uh, the way that and in the way that your Gantt chart is set up and this occurs because you are able to link tasks, set up dependencies, put in those milestones and key phases and delivery dates. And so the critical path to success is easily seen 
when you fold all of the subtasks up to the key tasks and just have your critical path highlighted. And so it's an easy way for you to understand the key deliverables, the very key deliverables, not the minute detail, but the very key deliverables that need to be delivered in order for your project to succeed. And this is what I love about Gantt charts. It does make that so much easier for me to see and to be able to talk to and report on when I'm having my project control board meetings uh, with my project control board. And so keep in mind that a Gantt chart is a very useful tool and a Gantt charting, charting, Gantt charting software is very uh, simple and easy to use and it is going to make your life easier as a project manager both from a tracking perspective and a reporting perspective. So look into the Gantt charting software that's available and have a look at the features and what is going to make your life easy because ultimately what you want is to have something that's simple and easy to use and if possible updatable by your team so that it makes the whole job of tracking easier for you and not a difficult task and something that you need to be wholly and solely responsible for. So I hope these five ways of Gantt chart can help you has been useful because I think oftentimes we think about Gantt chart as a nuisance because it does take time to set them up initially when we're starting our project and yet if they're set up well they do make the life of tracking a project easier, much easier and as I said easier from a reporting perspective which is the other thing that you have to be mindful of in your role as a project manager. Okay, just a couple of add-ons today. I have cleared with PM, uh, the Project Management Institute, that this podcast, if you are listening to it, can be recorded against PDUs that you need to uphold or maintain your certification. So please, if you are listening to the Project Management Insights podcast and you are a PMI certified PM, go and use the time go back and listen to any episodes that you haven't listened to and add them to your 60 hours of PDUs that you need because the times time does add up and it's one way for you to gain free PDUs to ensure that you maintain your certification. Now the other great news is that I've been made aware that Project Management Insights, the podcast, has been ranked number seven in a list of top 15 project management podcasts uh, by one of these sites that um, looks at blogs and podcasts and their benefit to people. So really excited about that. And uh, it just means that it's proving to be a valuable resource for you, the project manager, and that is ultimately my aim. So thank you very, very much for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. Please like or review the podcast as that will help get the word out as to its value and remember to uh, record your listening time against your PDU status for PMI. Okay that's it for this week's episode of Project Management Insights. I look forward to speaking to you again next week for another episode. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit 
projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training. 